0: Hello and welcome to another edition of A Whole New Pod. I am one of your hosts, Lucas Melby, and with me as always is... Jacob All Alright, better start than last week. We actually introduced ourselves in the first 30 (laughs) seconds. got an exciting episode here today, folks.
1: Episode 3.
0: I'm sure there's one thing and one thing only you've been waiting for. Your breath has been baited, it's been keeping you up at night, and you've been wondering... What are our hot takes on the McRib, and we're here to bring them to you. We
1: had them today. We we swung by McDonald's actually right before we uh started watching today's movie Brink, and picked up two of them. Each of us had one. And Lucas, what what were your thoughts on them?
0: Well, I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty good.
1: It was pretty good. It, it was a little expensive. Um, uh, I mean we're usually dollar menu heirs.
0: Dollar menu heirs <clears throat> in effect. We rolling up like McDonald's pimps right up in this bitch.
1: But but these were about three fifty after taxes, I I believe.
0: Yeah, it was over seven dollars for two of them. So. Yeah,
1: so they were they were they were good, but were they that good? Yeah.
0: yeah, I've I've had one before, and I think I don't think I was too impressed before either. Uh, they remind me, tell Jacob Telejon and I, I call him Telegon. Some behind-the-scenes things that might slip out in some of these episodes. But Jacob and I went to high school together, and at our high school, the cafeteria occasionally served something called a rib witch.
1: I kind of remember that. It was
0: basically a McRib, except I think it might have actually been better than a McRib. Similar concept to a McRib, where it's some kind of processed pork fashion into something that looks like ribs, which is not really how actual ribs work without bones, but that's what it looks like, and, you know, we got the barbecue sauce and all that stuff.
1: I, I was a bit caught off guard, though, by the pickles on the McRibs today. That was a little little weird. Next time, if there is a next time, I'm gonna get it without pickles.
0: Oh, my God. All right. Well, huh. on that note, uh, we're gonna get back to your usual programming, because you don't come here for our fast food reviews. We digress. You come here for our great Critical analysis of Disney Channel original movies. That's what this podcast is all about. That and maybe comedy? I don't know if we've been too successful that. We try. We try. These are the (laughs) jokes, everybody. So let's get back into... Brink. I I won't make the same joke with the McRib of this show. So yes, as Jacob alluded to earlier, and by alluded to, I mean just said outright, we watched the third Disney Channel original movie today, Brink. Came out in 1998, and this you could call it an extreme sports movie. Absolutely, it is a '90s ass '90s kids movie all about rollerblading, or as they say in the movie, and probably is the technical term, aggressive inline skating. Ooh. This one, I think, we're entering into the golden age of Disney Channel yeah. original movies, or at least for people of our generation. Uh, we had a friend who. Wanted to possibly be on this episode, but we said, hey, we're still finding our footing. We don't want you to outshine us, so Brink (laughs) is still ours. But we're getting into, you know, what some people might call the canon of Mm. Disney Channel original movies. I think we got Halloween Town on deck. I think that might be the very next one. We've got Smart House on the Horizon. So I don't really know much about any of these movies, but I've heard they're good. And that these are the ones that we're to be excited about.
1: Brink is Brink like under wrap, episode one. Um, is one that I, I did watch as a kid. I mean there bits and parts of it, you know, I, I recalled, but it was definitely fun rewatching it now years later.
0: I can say that I had
1: seen part of this
0: movie before. There is some little clip that I'd seen in a YouTube video that was pointing out how lame it was. So <laughs> uh that was a, a moment of realization that kinda took me away. But let's just Hop right into it.
1: Just like the movie. Like, let's, let's get started.
0: So, quick. our last movie, You... Lucky... I almost... I couldn't even remember. You got a dog. We bought a zoo. <laughs> I couldn't even remember the name of the Lassie movie. Wishbone. You, Lucky Dog. Slow start, but really picked up in the end. This is kind of... I would say the inverse, because it picks... It starts off really quick, but it kind of maintains a good pace. Yeah. But, from the very start, we're hit with mad 90s vibes. Yeah. We've got a radical teen running around his house, eating breakfast, but what is his rec- breakfast? Drinking
1: chocolate syrup straight out of the bottle.
0: You know, hey, only 90s kids remember doing that. We've got ska music playing.
1: He's talking like a skater to his to his mom, to his dad, to his sister. He
0: says, what up, dad? And his dad's like, the fuck you saying to me, son? English in this house, boy. This is our main character, Andy his nickname is Brink. Brink. I don't know his last name because it doesn't
1: fucking no, matter. No, his last name is like is Brinkman or something, isn't it? That's uh, where he got the nickname. It's something I'll Brink take your word something. for it. We are it, not, it has something to do with Brink. This
0: is not a fact-checking podcast. <laughs> I am not about to go Wikipedia the the whole plot synopsis. I think it's Andy Brink. Otherwise, you hear this?
1: <laughs> we got notes.
0: Those are my notes. <laughs> so, back to it. Yeah, he is running late for school. He can't eat breakfast because he's too late. Actually, no, he's not even going to school. He's meeting up with his skater friends who are all, they're about to go to the beach, but they're sitting at the bus waiting for Brink to show up. And these are just some classic teens. They're just sitting there, chilling out, talking about, where's Brink? Did he get abducted by aliens? Aliens, yes. But he didn't. He comes up right after the last bus has come by. So they're like, oh man, what are we going to do? And Brink says... Why don't we skate to the beach? But bro, it's like a thousand miles. It's okay. So that yes, and be prepared for that impression throughout most of this episode. I came into this movie expecting some radical teen skater talk. And that's what we got. I was not disappointed. No, there was no word of tubular or gnarly used, but it's still pretty good. That's maybe more of a, a surfing. We'll maybe get that a little bit down the decom chain. Johnny Tsunami time. Yeah. Yeah. So we get a we get a, a sequence of very classic skater teens is going crazy, busting through parks, busting through sitting areas. I
1: wrote down sick angles. There were great shots.
0: Yes, the the, the cinematography, if you will, was very inspired. <laughs> they probably hired some people who did dis, did skating videos, so yeah. that, you know they knew the, the right setups, the right angles. So yeah, it was a good time. Uh, there was, uh, so these characters that were introduced to, there are three friends of Brink's, uh, they are Gabriella, who is a Peruvian girl, yeah. Jordy, and Peter, and Gabriella. she's got a, you know, she's a, definitely a tomboy, tomboy character, callback. and she is all about addressing sexism, which, all, all good for her, because Brink, a couple of times, kept saying, let's pick up some speed, guys, let's yeah. go, guys, and Gabriella went, very offended, mm-mm, Why has it got to be guys all the time? Uh, And I don't know if Brink really had a great response to that. So the the destination they're trying to get to is the pit, which Mm -hmm. is your run of the mill skate park down by the beach. The movie takes place in California. So while they're just skating around, tearing up the vert and what have you, one of the friends spots that there's a reporter in the attendance of the audience around the park. Who we find out works for Inline Skating Magazine because it's very smallly printed on his baseball his, cap. On his cap. yeah. So eagle-eyed friend from <laughs> probably like fifty feet away, is like, "Yo, bro, he's for the Inline Skating Magazine." Yeah. At this point in my notes, I've written down this movie is already better than Lucky Dog. Yeah. Or, you five Lucky Dog, in. forgetting the name again. Not a hard, not a high bar to pass, but. I was already digging it. Uh, this reporter that they're trying to get some attention for is quickly distracted by our villains. X-Blades. Yes. We are introduced to the team X-Blades, spelled with the letter X, but then B-L-A-D-Z. Blads. Yes. X-Blads. <laughs> Did a little bit of research on this movie and saw on the Wikipedia page that it was spelled that way, and I was like, that cannot be right. But lo and behold, we see in the movie printed yep. on their shirts, it does say X-Blads, because we're in the radical 90s, <laughs> brah! So, being the villains, they gotta try to give our heroes a hard time, yep. try to get them out of the pit, because they're doing a photo shoot, man. You're and, really- and
1: our heroes are known as the Soul Skaters.
0: Yes, the Soul Skaters, the group of Brink, Jordy, Gabriella, and Peter. And they're harshing X-Blades vibes, getting in their lighting... They need to get them out of the skate park. So, they, they acquiesce for a bit. Yeah. As they're leaving the park, Brink encounters some skateboarders and just goes into them and talks some mad trash about Does. skateboarders, And but then says, that's not coming from me. That's coming from Val. Our, yes, Val, the ringleader of the X-Blades.
1: Val had actually blocked off Brink. He had stepped in front of him and it, it caused... um. Brink to crash, and, like, when Brink and Crash, he kind of fell out of the the pit area, so they use that as kind of an excuse, like, you guys left the pit, it's ours now, and then that's when, when Brink and then the goodies when got the baddies in trouble.
0: Yeah, sort of finders-keepers situation. So, more or less, Brink six these skateboarders on them so that they kind of scare them off, and then the Soul Skaters are back in the pit, just like that. Which, we are... We're slightly 90s kids. We were both born in 1993. Yeah. I wouldn't really consider myself a 90s kid because I only you know, spent seven years. So not a lot of memories growing up in the 90s. But I did have encounters with skateboarding. Did you get involved with skateboarding I at mean, all? I
1: think I got a skateboard from the Boy Scouts, but I, so I didn't really very, use So a very
0: legit board. Yeah. Got some good grip tape and trucks on that.
1: <laughs> yeah, the best. I
0: never skateboarded myself, but I had an appreciation for it. Obviously, Tony Hawk, pro yeah, Skater, those games I were huge. those games, yeah. But my brother and some kids in my neighborhood were really big into skateboarding, so I was a sort of voyeur in that crowd. Mm. Learns a lot of the terminology, yeah. which I is in effect in this movie, talking about 540s, verts, Nine. all that stuff. And I'm like, Hundreds. yo, bro, you speak in my language. <laughs> That's just a little side note that I'm pretty cool, guys. That's what I'm trying to get out here by bringing up my uh tangential skateboarding passes. I'm kind of a cool dude.
1: I can vouch for that, kind of.
0: Shots fired, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Brink heads back home at some point and we get some more radical language and possibly the origin of a very popular slang term now.
1: Fam. Yo, Yo, what's up, fam?
0: Me, me, and Jacob heard that, and we both turned to look like we heard an ice cream truck coming by or something. Like, right? like
1: <gasps> it, it was, it was pretty good. Like, like, I thought it was maybe like a, a newer age kind of, you know, f- last few years kind of term. But no, this has been around the last twenty plus. So you know, it's was... it's
0: like what they say: everything, every story's been told before, every slang term has been used before. Yeah. You know, Bay will probably show up in a later Disney Channel original movie. Disney, yeah. they got the pulse on what all the kids are into. And in this case, it's rollerblading. So, again, we get some we get some square dad getting up in Brink's business. He's like, I don't understand a single word coming out of your mouth.
1: Dad is, is not happy. He, he says about Brink that he shouldn't be happy all the time. It's yeah. not normal. He's
0: too happy of a kid. I can't understand him, and he's got some bad clothes. They're baggy. Boy, pull up your pants. (laughs) Also, we get a little bit of background with, literally background, with Brink's dad as he has been on disability with a bad back. Yeah, he used to be a
1: construction foreman.
0: Yep, he was a construction worker on disability, and this might create some tension later on that we'll get to. The reason why his dad is so concerned about him being so happy is that it's the first day of school. And Brink is seemingly pretty stoked, even though he's not going to be able to spend his days all skating all the time. Yeah. We get a little bit of a comedy moment where, as they're waiting, Brink is hanging out with Peter and Jordy. Gordy, I don't know, it's not very important. <laughs> Front one uh, and friend two. But uh, then we see Gabriella coming off of the... Bus, remember Gabriella being the tomboy friend, and she's wearing a dress. dress. Oh man! And you know what, Gabriella doesn't like confined gender roles. (laughs) As they're giving Gabriella some trash about wearing the dress, our boy Val, the villainous Val, rides through, steals Peter's shoes, and then throws them over the power lines. You know the classic: tie them together and throw them over the power line. Only '90s kids remember, guys. They are mad at Val because he's a dick, Avi, uh, and they're trying to figure out how to get back at him.
1: And what do they do? At, at lunch that uh, later that day, um, it, it's actually quite the the action sequence. It's a continuous shot. You know, Val's sitting down talking to all his buddies and, and friend one comes over and spills his milk on the lunch table. And then I believe it's Gabriella that comes by and picks up Val's sandwich while they're all focused on the spilt milk and she brings it over. To uh, Brink, who then puts worms on the sandwich—a
0: fuck ton of worms, a lot of worms.
1: Like it was like if he opens this, he's gonna tell kind of mass quantity. And then friend two wraps the sandwich back up, and they're still cleaning up the the milk or whatever. And he puts the the sandwich back down without uh, Val even noticing.
0: And then he bites into the
1: sandwich, and the worms are differently colored too. Yeah,
0: they you know they're probably like I don't know placeholder movie worms that. Yeah. Either are plastic or just taste okay. And then Val, dumbfounded by what he's eaten, is getting up, is like, what the hell's going on? Is approached by a teacher of some sort who's like, Val, what's, what, what are you freaking out about? Stop being a spaz. Yeah. And then he looks over to our, our friends, the Soul Skaters, who, in a synchronized fashion, all hold up pieces of paper to spell out the phrase.
1: Don't be a wuss.
0: So very well executed plan altogether. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Val doesn't say anything to the teacher. The teacher goes away, but he immediately walks over to the soul skaters and challenges Brink and says, yo, meet me out back. You, me, now. Yes. So we thought it was going to be a fight. That was my yeah. initial yeah. reaction. I-, I was thinking that as well. But... Yo, these are radical dudes. It's all about skating. So they set up a team relay race of sorts. The Soul Skaters versus the X-Blads. And then the race is on with... I enjoyed the Ska earlier on. Judge me as you will. I'm a Ska fan. Only 90s kids remember. But there's some interesting musical choices in this. And Throughout
1: the whole movie, I, I, there was a lot of music,
0: to be yeah, honest. Yeah, step up from the three songs in You Lucky Dog. Yeah. The the music playing during this sequence, the race sequence, is kind of bad. I th- <laughs> it was definitely radical because it was just kind of... It wasn't, you know, screamo metal, but it was just screaming a lot of the time. Going like, yeah, Wah! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the race is cut short because one of the members of Team X Blades, named Boomer, wipes out and gets injured. And at that leg of the race, Brink is skating for the Soul Skaters, and, and
1: he's in first place too. He's he's in first, and um, when Boomer crashes, he just kind of laying there. So so Val, you know, he's, Val's got to wait till they slap hands or whatever, and Boomer's still laying there. So so um, Brink's getting quite ahead in the competition, but.
0: Yeah, he goes over and checks in on Boomer, because while he's an amazing skater, he's also a skater with a heart of gold, so he wants to make sure Boomer's okay, and then
1: the teacher teacher comes The race
0: is just over, the teachers come in, break it up, things happen, Brink and all the other skaters get suspended, so then we get to see Brink and his father is driving him home, and he just can't understand his son. Four hours into the school day, already suspended so dad just can't understand him because brink's talking some mad talk saying we yo i they were beefing with us they dissing us we had to battle them which i feel like are fairly understandable phrases but i guess i'm not a square dad parents am i right they're the worst (laughs) turn my baseball cap backwards let me talk to you about parents but as they're driving home the family car breaks down Steam coming out of the radiator and everything, which is no good. The Brink family does not need this because, as we mentioned before, the dad's on disability right now. And his job prospects in the future are a little shaky. He doesn't know if he's going to get back in with the construction company. Not
1: sure what the... Was the mom working? Yes, the mom is
0: a realtor, but she hasn't been selling any houses. Yeah, that's right. The daughter's got braces that need to be paid for. The house, there's the mortgage. All of this stuff. And this conversation where we learn this is between the mom and the dad. And Brink overhears it. So, you know, he He gets worried.
1: Strapped for cash.
0: The next day, Brink is hanging out with his friends. Spending their suspended days. I guess just doing what got them suspended. Skating. Yeah. When Val comes by, tells them that Boomer's out for a while. But he just wants to gloat about how awesome... Team X-Blades is, how much money he makes. Yeah, up all the
1: money, the fame being in the magazines, all the free gear. Yeah, he's got, got it all.
0: And this is all a nice ploy by Val to set some bait, make it seem enticing to Brink. Because he wants Brink. Brink is a very good skater, so he wants to get Brink there. But the Soul Skater's... They blow him off. Say, "Get out of here, Val. You we do it for the money."
1: Yeah, we're not about the money. We're not about the fame. We do it because we have heart. They do it for the fun.
0: And Limp Biscuit did it all for the nookie. Wow. <laughs> so, Prink, Prink, Brink is pained. He is seeing this opportunity where he can make a lot of money. Yeah. But he's conflicted about his own philosophical feelings about skating. So he has to leave his friends while they're practicing because they're a skating team just like Team X-Blades so they're preparing for an upcoming competition, the Invitational. Yeah. And this is where I learned a bit of skating lingo that I didn't know that you don't say practice you say session. Session. We're having a skating session.
1: We're having a pod session.
0: (laughs) So Brink (laughs) breaks off and goes over to the X-Blades HQ which is pretty legit.
1: It is. They got they got all their I don't know what what are the terms. They got half pipes in there maybe and some rails and some <laughs> yeah they got steps half pipes yeah rails and, verts you know the whole
0: the, shebang. They got gear. They got groupies like yeah, they're they serious. Do. They do. And at the HQ there are some tryouts happening for the replacement for, for Boomer, Boomer. Yeah. but none of the tryouts they all kind of suck.
1: They weren't they weren't fans and some of the guys started giving uh, Val crap you know because. The secret weapon, um, Brink, you know, hadn't showed up. He hadn't taken the bait. But we see Brink hiding behind, like, uh I don't know, some... Some bleachers, yeah. risers, or something. He's hiding behind them, and then he just decides to appear, and he's rolling out, and everybody's jaws dropping because Val's plan had worked.
0: Yep. So Val goes up to him, and Brink says, Okay, how much money do you actually make? And Val says, "We get 200 a week. Plus $200 bonuses when we win competitions.
1: Plus all the free gear, all the new gear.
0: And all of the bitches.
1: All the bitches.
0: And again, let us remind you, this is 90s money. So for teenagers in school, $200 a week, that seems pretty that's, good. Yeah,
1: that's really nice.
0: But for whatever reason, Val's still playing it cool. And he kind of acts like he doesn't want Brink on the team. Yeah, Acts like a dick, as is par for the course for Val. Makes him do a tryout. He says, you got 30 seconds, do your shit. And it seemed pretty good.
1: Yeah. I'm not I, a I you know, I'm
0: not dialed into the scene fine. of the X games, but yeah. you could say it was radical.
1: Gnarly. Yeah.
0: But you know, I'm no expert in this area. <laughs> Val is definitely impressed. He says he's in, but he adds the caveat that Brink can't be a dick to him anymore. Yeah. You can't rag on him in public. He's gotta play it cool. He's
1: gotta show up to every single practice and
0: And then Brink Adds his own rider on and he says, I'll do this, but nobody can know that I'm on the team before the competition. Because obviously he's very worried about the soul skaters finding out yeah. and what they would think of him yeah. skating for money. Oof. And then we get a, a fun character, the slimy team manager. Yes. He's got a I think he's got like a jumpsuit or a track jacket on He's got a,
1: this. a creepy guy hanging out with all these these yeah. these middle school, high schoolers.
0: He got the slick back hair. He gives gives Brink the whole spiel about how crazy X Blades is, how big of a deal they are. He's sold millions of dollars Ten
1: million dollars last year, ten because million dollars X bloods. In
0: nineties money. Big money. They're basically uh kubot or the (laughs) i can't even remember lucky's owner fuck that movie (laughs)
1: yeah millions in
0: merchandise but he makes sure he's not completely slimy he says your parents know you're gonna do this right
1: and brink's like my parents yeah my parents yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, sure dude yeah definitely yeah
0: yeah, yeah. that's a very good impression of brink (laughs) brink is this I don't like him very much. He's very happy-go-lucky. He's just like kind of like a, a dumb.
1: He shouldn't be happy all the time.
0: Yes, that's very true. But he just kind of seems like a a dumb, like floppy-eared puppy personified into kind a kind of person. like a
1: stoner. Yeah, he's, I don't know. Got kind of like a stoner vibe from him. I don't Doesn't know. Doesn't remind
0: you of? Must remind you of something. Shaggy. All right, we in there, guys. The meme continues. <laughs> We got the Rip. We got the Shaggy drop. You know, hey, it wasn't me. All right, we're moving on. The show is over. Three episodes. This is the Tokyo Drift of our show. It's all downhill from here. Okay, I don't even know where we are. Okay, yes. The manager seems purely convinced. We don't see any paperwork signed. Oh, your parents are cool? All right, yeah. we shake on it. You're on the team. And Brink, then...
1: Brink heads home. Yeah. And um, this he's, is he's heading scene. in, and his his sister catches him. He's like... Well, you you left you know with a lot less stuff than you have now. What's in the bag? And Brink says, "Nunya, she's what? Nunya business."
0: Oh! I don't know if that joke was even old at the time of this movie, but he got her. He got her. Got him. Brink does have a couple good zingers or one liners, whatever you want to call it. But he brings his stuff in. He's ogling it because he's got some sick new skates. He's up in yeah. his room. Then he's worried because I think...
1: Friends were maybe going to come over or, or his yeah, parents. Yeah, worried about his parents. His parents I thought his, he was
0: worried about his parents finding it. But then he kind of tells them right away.
1: He tells the dad who does not approve.
0: Yeah, at dinner they are talking and he's like, Hell no, that's what got you suspended. Yeah. Because Brink says, hey, I want to earn some money. Get a job, since you're you broke-ass, Dad! You a deadbeat, Dad! It's a no-go for Brink. So later that night, Brink is calling his friend Peter, one of the Soul Skaters, talking to him, and is just about to tell break it to truth, him. Yeah. yeah, tell him that he's joined the X-Blades. But then Peter has to get off his phone, because he's got his own deadbeat, Dad. Rather, a stepdad, stepdad. Jerry who is a, a recurring character only in Peter's conversations, and he sounds much like, uh, who is the, g- I can't even remember, the boyfriend of the kid's mom in under wraps. Yeah. except Todd? Actually, it was a Todd, yeah, that sounds right. He sounds like a, what we made Todd out Worse. to be, but he's actually, he's, like, bad. He's bad. He's, you know, he's like Jerry in Parks and Rec, if you will. <laughs> so, the next day at Homec, he was trying to... I guess do it again. He had some really weird metaphor. He's like, "Hey guys, we're making a cake right now." It's a lot
1: like friendship.
0: Have you ever thought about how cakes are like friendship? And I was prepared for some really. We did get a corny thing, and uh, you know, but I was prepared for it to go over well. But his friends are like, "Dude, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about?" So they were not on board for his saccharin sappy <laughs> lines. But he's trying to tell them that about. Him joining the X-Blades, but then our boy Val comes in. Val has a tendency to just always come in somewhere off screen. He just slides yeah. into frame. You hear his voice f- voice first, and then he comes on and just snake. waltzing in. And I guess we should paint... Let's paint a bit of a word picture about what Val looks like.
1: Pale? Yeah,
0: <laughs> he's pale. He, he's a very... His face is very much like a classic bully. He kind of looks like Sid from Toy yeah, Story. he got s-
1: longer hair.
0: Yeah. He's got longer hair, sometimes wears backwards hat looking a little like yeah. Fred Durst, as we mentioned <laughs> in Limp get baggy shirts, but that kind of applies to baggy pants. Everybody in this movie because it is wallet this... chain. Yeah. Chain well, wallet. Other people have wallet chains too. That's true. But yeah. He's a very I think Val is great. I have written here in my notes that Val is great. He plays his role very good.
1: Very douchey. Yeah. He's
0: a very you love to hate him. Unlikable character. He's probably the best uh, villain that has been in any of these movies so far. So far. So Hi Hi Mark. <laughs> what? <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> uh, I was trying to say he's setting a hi Mark and then I just I guess came out with a line from the room, so Oh hi Mark. <laughs> uh, oh. so he interrupts Brink, right as he's trying to tell his friends about that he's joined X Blades, and then kind of just a Gloating again, and then Gabriella says,
1: "You're such a jerk."
0: Yeah. And then Val's like, "Hey, Brink, do you think I'm a jerk?
1: Do you, Brink? Huh?" And Brink hesitates a little bit, and eventually, like, "No, I, I don't. No. I, I'm
0: sorry, Brink. I couldn't hear you. No. Do you think I'm a jerk?
1: No, no, I, no, I don't.
0: Yes." Val is not a jerk. He is, and then Val exits the scene, saying, "See you this afternoon." And then
1: his friends are like, "What? Yeah, this afternoon?" They're definitely dumbfounded,
0: and Brink's like, "Man,
1: eh,
0: I don't fucking know." <laughs> and they're completely convinced. They are not worried at all. Yeah. So at X Blade's practice, Val is working Brink hard. Brink has a great session, bra.
1: Great session.
0: Is all kicking back, and Val's like. Get back to work, dog. But not a good kind of dog. Like, not he actually dog. thinks he's a dog. Yeah, Brink just knows to the grind, sound, doing what he can to get through these practices. Because he's all about, he's about that hustle, getting yeah. that paper, that, that paper, 90s money. Dollar, dollar bills. But he's also loyal to his friends. So, right after he gets done with X-Blades practice, he's rushing over to get to the Soul Skater practice.
1: And they've been waiting there for two hours for him.
0: Well, yeah, they have been practicing on their own, though, but they are definitely wondering where he's been. Uh, And then they bring up, while at that practice, that they've heard about that X-Blades did land a new skater dude.
1: He's he's pretty Asian.
0: Yeah, they say, I hear he's huge. Like, is he Korean or
1: something? Korean, yeah.
0: And, you know, I guess we don't want to come up with, like, cultural stereotypes. Maybe the 90s were different, but... From my understanding, Koreans are not known for being huge or
1: anything. Or skateboarders that I can hey, think you know, of.
0: There's there's Yao Mings all over the place. They breaking okay. out of the mold.
1: Gabby, Gabby, at one point, they're 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 talking about um the practice, and one of the guys is trying to land that sick five five forty or whatever it was. This and uh,
0: I can confirm with my skating knowledge that
1: is a move. <laughs> and uh, she says he, he's he's failing at this. He's falling. And Gabby says you gotta hit it twice as hard.
0: Yes. I left all these references to Jacob to pick up on the, the sexually questionable lines. This is uh you know
1: This is why I'm here.
0: He's got he's got that he's got the nose for it. Vibrating beds. I didn't know what those were used for, but now I've been enlightened. I've I've seen the light. That night, uh Brink is having dinner with his family, and then we find out that Brink's dad got him a job. At the Dog Groomers.
1: Dogs and Suds or Pup and Suds?
0: Yes, we do find out later that the place is called Pup and Suds. Pup and Suds. And Brink is obviously in a tough situation because he already has a real job with the exploits, but yeah. his dad can't know that, so he has to accept the job, but he's got no time. And then we get a, a fun little play-by-play day for Brink with a timestamp yeah. up for every scene where we're seeing his whole day complete with ska music, as I would not have it any other way.
1: He's like already passing out at lunchtime, you know, twelve o'clock or whatever it yep. was. It's just
0: school, then he's going to work to skate. Or no, you know, he the goes dogs. to work at the dogs. the dogs. Then he goes to skate practice. Like and then he's coming home to do homework and he just is passes out. away and yes just draws a line right off the page.
1: Eleven thirty he's he's out like a It's rock. just
0: it's just too much. He's falling asleep constantly and it's, he's burning the candle at both ends to the point where he gets sick.
1: Or does he? Or does he?
0: Uh, Peter comes over to one of the Soul Skaters to comfort him say, Oh, I'm sorry you're sick. It's too bad we can't go to the Invitational. And that was all part of Brink's plan because if they don't go to the Invitational... They can't see him skating for X Blades.
1: And Brink, like my good friend Ferris Bueller, is putting on he's, he's got a, quite the setup. He's got like a heating pad, I think, on his chest to help him sweat a little bit more. Um when Peter turns around to grab something, a Kleenex for, for Brink, Brink is like has a squirt bottle or like a water bottle and he's like, like um he's like squirting it on his face and stuff to make it look like he's sweating even more. He's, he's got quite the setup there.
0: Yeah. It's definitely a, a smarter plan than I would have expected Brink to have. So he's able to convince Peter to just go practice with the Soul Skaters. Don't go to the Invitational. Just focus on practice. Because yep. the Invitational is kind of... It's just kind of
1: a... to show off. It's a regional up, or something yeah. tournament.
0: It's not the championship. And that's going to be the focus later on in the movie. Yep. Brink... Shows up late to the invitational, much to the chagrin of Val. Over an hour late, and he's wearing some sunglasses. Yeah. And this really seems as this take Val off. He's basically like, "What the fuck are you doing wearing sunglasses?" Yeah. And Brink just says, "Hey, it's a look. It's a look. Presumably, it's to a disguise. Yeah, so it's his a disguise. Friends don't see him or when... I guess any other skater dudes around. Yeah. But it's a good plan." Because Gabriella at the Soul Skater practice convinces Jordy and Peter that they really should just go to the Invitational, Check it to out. size up the competition, and they can probably at least catch the last team and maybe see who's this surprise skating ringer. The
1: Korean. Yeah,
0: yeah. the Korean on uh, Team X Blades. Cut back to the competition. Brink set happens. It's on, I think it's on a vert or a half pipe or something like that. He kills it he gets a 97 which is out of 100 six score as we're led to assume they don't really go into the scoring super well in these skating competitions but kills it he gets a 200 bonus because i guess they won I and
1: guess- then during his run actually is when um gabriella and, and his other two friends showed up and they and then one of one of the guys had said oh you know he's he's really good or whatever and um gabby notices right away that it's it's not somebody new. It's <laughs>
0: that he's not Korean, yeah. and that yeah, it's not somebody new. Yeah. So the sunglasses did not do the trick. They come over. Gabriella
1: assaults, Push, pushes him yeah, right down, pushes him hard, hard yeah.
0: and then the Soul Skaters basically just own him because he's a sellout. He's doing it for the money, not yeah. for the love of the blades.
1: Yeah. He like Lucas had said, he did get paid two hundred dollars just for winning that that um this trial run. So.
0: He tells them, it's, hey, it's not what it look like, looks like. I can explain. They don't want to hear it. They just get out
1: of there. But he throws his helmet back at, um, I don't know if it was at Val or one of the other goons. Probably but, at Val. But he, and, then, and then he said, like, I'm done, didn't he? He said, I'm done. And then he ran. Yeah, ran, he, he ran, ran away.
0: Him. And we get to see, I don't <laughs> know if it's the next day or what, but the Soul Skaters kind of hanging out at a classic California location, the pier, eating some, I don't know, chili dogs or something. And they're just trying to hash out figure out their team situation because they need a replacement for Brink. And they throw around this guy named Benji. But we hear that Benji, I really like this, we hear that Benji's style is sketchy (laughs) and he's kind of a poser. And it's like, (laughs) shit, man, Benji's got a family to think about. Don't go into him that hard. This is a straight up sketchy poser. (laughs) Uh, Then Brink approaches them, asks if he can sit down. And they say, yeah, sure. So he sits down and then they all get up and leave. Yeah, he w- cannot get back with the team.
1: He's about to chase him down again, and boom, there's Val and his, his <laughs>
0: there's Val. Future. We hear his voice, and he just comes from somewhere off Once screen. Again. Yeah, <laughs> and basically, Val somewhat convinces him that, like, hey, they don't want you anymore. X Blades were hella sick, bro Yeah, so he, he got that money, they got that paper. Brink miserably decides to come back to the X Blades. Then we are back at home, and Brink's dad in a complete reversal of what he had said earlier in the movie, now says that Brink is too unhappy. No teenager should be that unhappy. All
1: the time.
0: And the mom says, well, why don't you go talk to him? And he seems as offended by this. Yeah. Talk me, to my
1: own son.
0: Me talk to him with words? He doesn't say words. <laughs> uh, so he does He does acquiesce. He begrudgingly goes and talks to Brink. And Brink, is, he's moody. He's emo. But he, his dad gives him a heartfelt speech and says... It
1: is to it. Is, it's a really good talk.
0: He's a good movie dad. This is only this is only the first of like two good speeches he gives. Yeah. Which, you know, I was inspired by him. But yeah, he gives a heartfelt speech saying, you know what? It's none of my business. But then he turns back and says, actually, it is my business.
1: I'm your father.
0: And that's my main job. Yeah. He might be a deadbeat dad with maybe no prospect in the construction business anymore. But he's going to try his best and be a good dad for yeah. his job. Yeah. We don't really get any immediate change from Brink. He's still with the X-Blades, and the next day, they're scoping out and the kind of areas that the championship competition is going to be taking place in. We find out that the championship is comprised of three parts, the vert, the street sequence, and...
1: Downhill.
0: Downhill. So that's where they're at. They're at the downhill course. He's kind of getting a feel for it.
1: Brink's scoping it out. He's using his hands, you know, kind of the motion, you know, which routes he wants to use. And he says to Vale, wouldn't it be sweet if I went over like this jump and went over on top of the roof house? And Vale's like, we don't do fun.
0: He's like, no, Brink, it'd be hella lame. We'd We're all about winning.
1: Serious championship practice.
0: And... Who shows up? It's not the X Blades in the time. It's now the Soul Skaters showing yeah. up, and they're like, "Oh man,
1: the star Who
0: lets that? I guess they let anybody skate yeah. here." That's... And it's a public street that they're at. It's not like some crazy course. It's just literally a street.
1: And Gabriella says that it. it's a free country. We can be here. And then um, Val says to Gabriella, "Well, you can go back to Mexico. Or something like that." Yeah, it's
0: classic. Uh, not very subtle racism. She's
1: like, I'm. Peruvian.
0: Yeah, she she got back at him with the facts, so good for her. Val comes up with the idea, okay, if you guys want to stay, we're just going to race for it. Yeah. And Gabriella volunteers for the Soul Skaters, and then Val volunteers, volunteers. Brink. Yeah, dastardly move.
1: Brink <laughs> is not feeling it. He's He doesn't want to be the guy I'd have to go up against his, his friend.
0: Yep. And right before he's going to start the race, Val comes up and tells Brink that there's a turn on the course, and then he needs to take the outside. Outside,
1: I mean, you ne- normally take the inside, yeah. obviously.
0: Brooks, what? What? Bra, we always take the inside. <laughs> and Val is like, Mm-mm-mm. the whole race starts off pretty fine.
1: Gabby tells him to not hold back, give it your all, you know.
0: And she does not hold back. There, I wanted some Wowie moments, and we got some in this. She went off the basically like a GTA just. There's a truck at the side of like the road, she,
1: gardening like a gardening yeah, truck. Just, it has it's a ramp,
0: perfectly, yeah, perfectly set up to be a ramp. She goes off of it, and it's definitely a wow moment,
1: yeah, which
0: I quite enjoyed. Yeah, but that was, they that was good. they eventually approach the fateful turn, turn, and Brink yells out, "Take this turn on the uh, inside,
1: outside, or outside, yeah, outside. the outside, that's
0: correct." And Gabby's like, "Dude." No, everybody takes it on the inside.
1: So Brinks takes the outside, and of course, Gabby goes the inside. Like her instincts are telling her. But good old Val, uh, moments you know, moments before, had um, there was a little like rock garden on that corner, and he just kicked some of the rocks right out into the road. And that's exactly what Gabby hits—the rocks on the inside of the turn. And she,
0: she wipes out hard. It it's, was a little. I gritted my teeth watching it. It was a little tough to watch. A
1: lot of rolls. A lot of, yeah, it was, it was hard.
0: I did enjoy that. Slow mo. Yeah, the, in the slow mo, you could really appreciate how baggy her clothes were. She's wearing some classic 90s overalls and is a really yeah. baggy shirt. I'm pretty sure I saw a wallet chain there. Yeah. So I got a little bit of a, a laugh from that, but yeah, it was a rough, rough wipeout. Looks like she had gotten some road rash.
1: Her arm was pretty, pretty ripped up.
0: And Brink felt responsible as I think he at least should have taken some responsibility, just for like he
1: it. had in the race earlier at school. When when the, the his opponent had crashed, he's, he again stopped for Gabriella and helped Hard her out. gold,
0: but while he's giving Gabriella that love, he's getting no love from the soul skaters. Vale is not happy. They take her away, and later that night, we see them coming out of Gabriella's house, and they tell Brink, "Yeah, she's alive, but no like, basically, broken
1: bones." Yeah,
0: basically, tell him to like fuck off, and Brink goes in. To the house or is welcomed in by gabriella's mom and lets him see gabriella who's resting up in her bed and gabriella gives a decent speech of her own it's no inspiring dad talk but yeah. i thought it was going in a direction because she's talking about when you have a passion for something in this case skating and sometimes when you turn a passion into a job then it's not so fun anymore i thought that's where she was going but she really just says then you're a sellout Everybody wants money, but you shouldn't need money. You should just do it for fun. So not completely convincing, but, you know, she's still a teenager approaching it. Yeah. Brink goes home and is still melancholy. And this is where he has a really good heart to heart with his dad. So he tells his dad that, yeah, he wanted to earn some money for the family, but he also wanted to be the X-Blades. Because he wanted to be somebody. Yeah. He liked the idea of having his pick everywhere. He liked the merchandise. He liked the fans. He liked... The money. The, yeah. Well, he. But this is beyond the money. That he was finding some amount of personal self-worth
1: yeah, in
0: having this as a job, being a skater. And the dad says, you know what? You might like skating and I might not be all about that. But we're more alike than you think because he was a construction foreman. And he liked that. He liked feeling needed by people having responsibilities and authority on the job site and people coming to him. But as he's been on his disability, he's kind of felt lacking in that sense, but he's kind of grown to learn that it's not so much what you do. That's not who defi- that, that's not what defines you. It's who you are and the company you keep and how you keep it and how you live your life. And I was like...
1: Damn. This is uh, real talk. That's here. really inspiring, you yeah, know. It was, it was a really good talk.
0: I've definitely had thoughts like that and trying to reconcile with my own amount of self worth and what I've been able to accomplish or whether I have a career yeah. that I'm a proud of or yeah. whatever. And it just really resonated with me and I did not expect that to happen in any Disney Channel original movie, let alone a radical nineties one Brink. about skating. Yeah, about skating. But yeah, really, ten out of ten uh, movie dad speech, and then he ends it by saying, "You know what? This big competition means a lot to you. I'll go to the championship and watch you." Yeah. So Brink is convinced to leave the X Blades, so he goes and signs his reg- resignation in a cool, radical way by throwing his skates on a pizza that Val and the other X Blades are eating,
1: and then a shake chocolate right into Val's face.
0: Yes, he throws it right into his face. Before this, we had heard Val say, I don't want a v- strawberry shake. Do I look like a girl? I'm like, <laughs> I' Coming up with so many uh, new stereotypes, Koreans are huge, and strawberry is only for girls, apparently.
1: I like strawberry.
0: I'm, you know, I'm not a huge fan of it, but I'm not going to diss Bash anybody it. or label them as a <gasps> girl for liking oh it. My. Then Brink is trying to get back into the good graces of his teammates by buying them. I found this a little weird, where he just basically buys his way back onto the team. He took a four-month advance on his salary at the...
1: Pup Suds. Yeah,
0: the pet groomers. So he's got them t-shirts with a puppy and a bathtub.
1: That they don't want. They don't want the t-shirts. They already have shirts.
0: They eventually take the shirts, as well as a bunch of new skates and new gear for them. And I do feel like the Soul Skaters come off as, like, a little greedy to that's what pushed him over the edge to be like, oh, okay, yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, and then we also got something that maybe helped convince them is that Gabby had heard that Brink had thrown a vanilla shake into Val's face.
1: And, and Brink's like, nah, it was chocolate.
0: Chocolate bra. And I'm like, wow, you got him. <laughs> yeah. Brink's starting to grow on me in the, the final moments of the movie. So then we're at the championship. We... It's a big deal. ESPN is there filming it somewhere. We don't really see any cameras. but Mom
1: and sister are there. The dad's not there, though, because he's down at the construction mm. company.
0: Yeah, I was expecting it was going to be some kind of internal conflict for him where he had to wrestle with providing for his family and the importance of that, but also the importance that skating has to bring and his importance of being a father. But they didn't really delve into that. No, The dad's got his message out, and for the most part, he's done a really good job with it. So Val comes up to Team Pup and Suds. That's that's the groomers, and that's their team name. And just starts talking some trash. And at this point, I'm like, okay, Val, you're kind of kind of on the downward slope with me. Yeah. You basically try to kill Gabriella, and now you're just kind of some lame trash.
1: Overdue sheep. Talk.
0: Luckily, doesn't last too long, and then we're right into the competition, starting with the, the street segment. Everybody's really good at skating, and it was at this point that it seemed that I think most of the actors in the movie actually did their own stunts. It
1: was, yeah. I mean, they do a lot of close ups. Um and you can tell that it's it, it is the actress the actors and actress that are, you know, doing the skating, so that was that was kinda cool.
0: Yeah, it was definitely impressive. Again, not super in the know about what's a good skating trick, but I was impressed with the stuff that they yeah. were doing. Yeah. Everybody uh does pretty well, especially in the street segment, uh in the the vert. Is that a thing? Bert. Yes. Uh, Brink does fall, so that makes it a little close.
1: Takes a 89, was it?
0: Yeah, it takes an 89, which, again, the scoring doesn't really seem to make any sense.
1: We saw a lot of 97s, 98s, you know, high 90s. So, yeah,
0: everybody on Team Pup and Suds seemed to have done really good, but apparently they were barely able to make it into the finals.
1: as they got 4th.
0: Yeah, they were in fourth, or... Yeah, I don't even know. And then some guy basically died on yeah. the
1: Yeah, <laughs> He hit hard, and, and then, yeah, like they yeah. ended up getting into second team, place. And- team
0: G-Force fell out of the competition because of that. So, yeah, then they got up into it. So, while the competition is split into those three parts, the street, invert, and then the downhill, only two teams, I guess, get to do the downhill, and only two people, one from each team, participate in that. Yeah. Of course... We had to have this climactic finish, though, so it works well for a movie purpose that this final downhill race is taking place between Brink and Val. While this is all happening, we find out that Brink's dad did get his job back. That's what he, he-, he did
1: really good. Yeah, they Brink gives him a, a thumbs it was a thumbs up, thumbs sideways, thumbs down, and the dad just. Thumbs up all the way. So
0: yes, then it was. Uh, if, if you want to really dig into the analysis of this, that was a very important moment for Brent because then he was truly able to just focus on skating, felt free, for yep. purely fun, no considerations about money at and all. Yep. He was free, uh, like the like Kanye West would say. That's
1: yeah. That's when he performed his best. Yeah.
0: Yeah. More shit happens. It all comes down to this final race. So starts out. Don't need to give you quite the play by play. They're going fast, they're crouching down, doing some tricks.
1: Hey, they set a course record for speed, like forty-four miles. Yeah, they were going pretty damn
0: fast. I would be freaking out for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh and it's very close, it's pretty much neck and neck the whole way. Brink falls for a bit, catches back up, and then there's a blind spot. So the entire time the audience is able to follow them, there's different cameramen. ESPN's
1: recording. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's probably ESPN, you know, it's the it's on the Ocho or something. But there's a blind spot where there's no cameraman. Val knows where this spot is, and he starts to...
1: Beat kind of, up yeah, on Yeah, try to Brink. shove him
0: into some cars. Yeah. But as he's doing this, he makes himself wipe out. Brink, having the heart of gold, he like does. He, like
1: he has twice already.
0: It's a very well-established uh, modus operandi for him. He goes over, makes sure that Val is okay, and tries to get him back into the race. And Val, in a sort of a, a scar Mufasa moment, says... Mm, i knew this would happen pulls him down pushes him away gets back into the race
1: it's, it's all recorded too espn was right there in the moment i, I thought they were maybe going to call back and like you know show that moment happening later in the in the movie but they don't so i don't know what really the point of well, the-
0: it does slightly it's not as impactful as you might have thought it was going to be but yeah it's this is caught on camera long story short brink is able to catch back up he breaks the the ribbon at the finish line yeah he wins these Disney Channel original movies don't really know how to end.
1: This one ended very quickly, once again, yeah.
0: You know, You Lucky Dog basically shoved in what the most interesting part of the movie into the last 15 minutes. This movie, this is like really how it goes. Brink wins. The X-Blades manager comes over and like, Val, we saw him push you on camera. We saw it. He's off the team. You want to be on the team? Brink's like, no, I don't want to be on the team. And then he gets the trophy and then it's credits. Freeze, it's a freeze frame on his face because how else would you want this movie to end?
1: Yeah. Raising the trophy. Yeah.
0: And yeah, that was Brink. It's quick credit sequence, not as long as "You Lucky Dog" or "Under Wraps," which I mention only because another song was playing, and it was
1: Morska? No, oh, it was not Morska, it, it wasn't. No, disappointingly, it was,
0: uh... but it was one of those things where it sometimes happens in movies where they have a song that's written originally for the movie, and it basically just recounts the whole plot of the movie, except this was the the plot recounted in about 45 seconds because this one definitely had. So a little behind the scenes. If you're wanting to watch these movies like we do, I'm hoping. And so far it's turned out the case that all these are available to rent on Amazon prime, very minimal pricing, like 99 cents or $2 or whatever. Yeah. But if you feel bad about that, Hey, maybe we set up a Patreon or something. You send us some dollars. (laughs) Ah, Just kidding. Unless unless you think it's a good idea. We're not kidding. (laughs) Uh, But this one had, within this recording, uh, the trappings of, like, if it was airing on Disney Channel, we got the kind of Capri Sun-looking Disney Mouse logo, and we seem to have had the same amount of credits that it would have had on television, where it just needs to end immediately to get into the next... Episode of fucking Lizzie McGuire or whatever. Even shit. Stevens. Yeah. So quick ending, abrupt ending, but as you probably gathered from the kind of excitement we've yeah, had, enthusiasm about it. Yeah. I enjoyed Brink.
1: It was a good, good movie.
0: I was definitely looking <laughs> for some ridiculous '90s stuff. We got that. Yeah, we, we got, got the it. fashion. We got the
1: chocolate syrup. Yeah,
0: the chocolate syrup, which I, I will say, I definitely had done. I'm guilty of doing that. <laughs> Or just making the chocolate milk with chocolate syrup. Good shit right there. Mm. We got the fashion. We got the language. We got the music. I did not expect to ever hear any ska music in uh, a Disney Channel original movie. You
1: got it on multiple occasions. Probably so. won't
0: again, but that was definitely a fun thing. So, I'd say, drumroll, new ranking, Brink number one, under wraps number two, uh... You lucky dog! I can't even fucking remember the name of it.
1: Number three. Are, are we going to do this every time? Probably we- not.
0: <laughs> it might get a little, might get contentious <laughs> if we get some other good ones, yeah. or it might just get a little
1: unruly. Maybe just the top three.
0: Maybe, maybe occasionally we'll check maybe. in. We'll do you know some update episodes where we order them. But again, if we get to like fifty movies, that shit's going to get fucking out of hand. Yeah. So probably not something that you should expect.
1: Fun movie though.
0: Yes. So just a little housekeeping as we transition out of this episode, just going to put this out there, not too many expectations, but if you want to send us a message, I have set up an email account, it's a whole new pod, just as you would think to spell it, all one word at gmail.com. So shoot us a message and we might read it if you want to ask us some questions or tell us about how we've been so impactful and changed your life for the better, we might read it and then check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, review us on those platforms. That'll help get the word out there. And Tell
1: Spotify, you... we're also on Spotify. Yes,
0: newly on Spotify or at least maybe since the last recording, I can say we've found it. So follow us on there if that's your preferred podcast platform of choice. And again, we might try to look into some other services. I think I'll wait until we have a little bit more of a a catalog beneath us before. Yeah i am starting to shoot it into stitcher and nonsense like that and so yeah review us and also tell your family and friends tell it's us fun
1: this is fun
0: we're okay right we need we need that validation Not so the get the word out there i can see the download numbers i can tell you we can do better we can Not do setting better. the bar too high but i think we can do better so decent show get the word out there spread it around Anything for you, Jacob, that you want to add? I guess follow us on Twitter.
1: We do have a Twitter, yeah. A Jacob whole new has pod. that set up. You uh, just got to get a little more active with yeah, it. Yeah,
0: it's really difficult, you know. I'm, I'm hosting this bitch. I'm fucking editing it, posting it, hosting it, blah, 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 all this shit.
1: I'll see what I can do. You
0: can't even post a picture of a movie and a link. You see what I'm working with here?
1: I'll get to it.
0: Well, something else maybe you can get to is a closing statement for us. Wallace, you've had another week to prepare.
1: I never prepare. Don't do drugs.
0: It's not... Stay in school, kids. Don't do drugs. Jeez, you sound like a, like the dad in Brink. What a square.
1: We are living in the 90s.
0: Eh, only 90s kids remember how bad that joke was. Got milk? <laughs> what? <laughs> Legitness. Yeah, it was hot.